Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The Single Mom Success Podcast, Episode 42. I do not like those people, but I acknowledge their right to say what they're saying and do what they're doing. I don't like it. I disagree with it but they have that right. And to try and silence them means that someone else could come and try and silence me. And that is not what our country is about. This is the Single Mom Success Podcast, where we cover all the glorious mess that is life as a single parent and how you can navigate through to become the best version of yourself and how to live the life you desire. Do you want to get weekly email reminders of your awesomeness? Head on over to thesinglemomblog.com to sign up today. Now, let's get started. Hey everybody, and welcome to today's Single Mom Success Podcast. I hope you are doing fantastically. Uh, It has been a little while since I did uh, my last podcast. Things have been a little chaotic and um, interesting shall we say, in the last month. Uh, We are in the middle of kind of going back to school and, you know, just getting back into the routine and and getting back into the swing of things with that. Um, Things have been a little difficult, shall we say, with my son, uh, Gage. He, as most of you know, if you're um, a recurring listener, if you're here and you've listened to previous podcasts, Uh, You already know that, but if you're new and this is your first or one of your first podcasts with me, uh, my son Gage is 16 years, well, he's going to be 16 years old this month. Uh, He is a twin. He has a twin brother, Connor, and both of my boys are shaken baby survivors. They both have traumatic brain injuries. Um, Gage is more severe than his brother. And that causes... um, shall we say, some difficulties at times. (laughs) Um, You know, so if if any of you are, you know, the parents of twin teenage boys, you don't have to imagine this. But if you're not, imagine what it must be like having, you know, a teenage boy going through, you know, puberty and hormones and, and coming into their own and everything like that. Now imagine having twin teenage boys and having everything sort of in stereo And then on top of that, add in that they are both special needs and one more so than the other. So Gage mentally is, developmentally rather, he is closer to say like eight or nine, you know, depending on the day, sometimes 10 or 11. It just kind of depends on the day and the circumstances and what we're dealing with. Uh, And sometimes he's closer to six, depending on the day and the circumstances and what we're dealing with. Um, So imagine all of that kind of rolled into one and and things get, shall we say, interesting at my house. (laughs) Uh, Complicated, stressful, 
difficult, <laughs> annoying. Um, there's a lot of different things that happen, um, you know, as well as wonderful and amazing and, you know, all of the great things that you have being a parent, but then you also have, you know, additional struggles and, and stresses. So the last month, um, actually the last couple of months, we've been going back and forth to Children's Hospital pretty much weekly. Um, so things have just been very, very, um, hectic. And so, um, you know, unfortunately I was just not able to do the podcasts as I wanted to. So, um, and as many of you know, life happens and, you know, um, a lot of times I will apologize for that. I definitely try and, you know, I want to do the podcasts regularly and I try to, Uh, And some weeks are better than others, some months are better than others, and some months I'm only able to get one out, and that's just life. Though I do always, you know, wish and hope to get at least one every week out. Um, But that is one of the reasons why you have not heard anything from me in eh, about a month. Um, And on top of that add-on, you know, all the stuff that I was going through, you know, dealing with the depression and, you know, kind of getting my head right and getting back into the groove of things and... Um, just really trying to make sure that I was taking the time that I needed for me, because that's really important, especially dealing with, you know, the things that go on with my son, um, and being a single parent and, and all of the things that we have going on, um, you know, not taking really good care of myself is one of the things that caused, you know, sort of my decline into, you know, just the, you know, it wasn't, it's not like I wasn't in a serious depression. It wasn't where, you know, I didn't even want to get out of bed type of feeling, but it was just that lack of motivation, lack of focus, lack of, you know, just, it was just sort of just like kind of rolling along and not really doing much of anything. Right. And just sort of that bleh feeling. Um, and it was a lot of it was because I wasn't taking care of myself. So, um, you know, the past month has just been sort of, taking care of my son, making sure that we're getting any and every piece of help um, that we can for him and and dealing with, you know, the ups and downs and getting him back in the routine of going to school. Um, And, you know, then, of course, taking care of the other two and then myself. And it just, you know, it wasn't something that I was able to really get around to doing the podcast. So um, I do apologize for that. But uh, I don't apologize for taking the time to take care of myself because that's important and you should never apologize for that. Uh, But I definitely did not intend to drop off for a month and I never do. So, Um, but diving into today's podcast, um, we're going to talk about something that's in the news right now. And it's, it's, it's out there. It's on Facebook. It's, you pretty much can't go anywhere without really running into this. Um, And... No, it's not Trump or Hillary or any of that, though I do have very strong opinions um, about (laughs) one of those people, (coughs) Trump, but um, I'm not a huge fan, but it's, it's, it's not in the political arena per se, um, but it is something that has apparently struck a chord with quite a few people. Um, Recently, um, Mr. Colin Kaepernick, who is a quarterback with the 49ers, has made headlines, and I'm sure you've seen it, and I'm sure, like everyone, you probably have a very strong opinion about what he's doing. But if you have been living under a rock and have not seen anything about this, um, Colin Kaepernick came under fire recently because he did not stand for the national anthem at one of the games. And actually, I think at two games now, he's, he's sat. 
Um, and he did so, and when asked about it, he stated he sat because he was wanting to make a statement. Um, and his, uh, I believe his comment was, um, I can't in good conscience stand and support of a flag that I feel is ignoring or, you know, support of a country that is ignoring some of the injustices that are going on uh, in the black community and things of that nature. Uh, and that's just a, a broad generalization. I don't know the exact quote and I haven't looked it up and I'm not going to right now, but um, that's sort of the, the general consensus of why he sat. Um, he did it as a, as a statement and in solidarity of, you know, what he feels are injustices, right? And so anyway, um, it sort of blew up the internet <laughs> um, and the news and ESPN and, you know, politicians. And <clears throat> it's amazing to me um, in this day and age. And, and I guess it shouldn't be, but, um, you know, the things that all of a sudden become national news and it's... And I, I'm sort of on two fronts of this because, A, I believe that it is important and the whole purpose of him doing what he was doing is to bring awareness to his point and, and what, you know, he's standing for or rather sitting for. Um, so in that aspect, it did do exactly what it intended. It, it brought a voice to his, um, you know, his protest, what he was sitting in protest of um, and his his beliefs. So it did sort of open a discussion, which is good. Um, the bad that I see in that is it seems like anymore, um, all of these sort of little things, not that it's necessarily a little topic. It's definitely a very big and important topic. And, and you know, but um, it just sort of brings to mind all of the other sort of non-issue stories that kind of come out that become this national topic like everybody's talking about it facebook you know millions of people discussing it you see it on your little sidebar on facebook you know the trending topics right and it's astonishing to me the things that end up trending above something else so for example um you know people are being killed and shot um people are dying there's disease there's famine there's uh, you know all sorts of horrible awful things that should have our attention that are important things yet the first things that I will see typically on my trending topics are you know so and so wore a, a see-through dress to last night's gala opening or um, what did Justin Bieber do you know Justin Bieber falls off the stage like who gives a rat's ass about any of that stuff right like I but it's astonishing to me because that sort of becomes the focus what did Kim Kardashian do or ooh, Kanye West and, and, and Taylor Swift like who cares I don't care. There are so many other more important things in the world that need to have attention brought to them. So, um, but it, it is, it's amazing to me. So certain things can sort of bump other things off the national radar, right? And it's crazy to me how some of the sort of fluff will, like, uh, what's the newest one that's out there um, that conservatives are like raging about? Oh, because Hillary's coughing, right? Okay, so... Hillary Clinton has had coughing fits. Okay, so here's the, the thing <clears throat> with that. I will likely have to pause this recording multiple times during my recording of this podcast because this is the time of year when I cough 
mercilessly. Like, it's ridiculous. And it's because the weather is changing. The weather is changing. It's going from warm to cold. And my sinuses are going freaking haywire. I am a phlegmy, coffee, snotty mess. My kids are that way. My family is that way. And we cough. Like, I will have two months solid, three months solid of coughing because of the weather change and my sinuses. I am not sick. I am not ill. I do not have a cold. I do not have the flu. I do not have bronchitis. I don't have lung cancer. I don't have any, well, at least that I'm aware of. I don't have any of those things, right? Hillary Clinton is coughing more than likely because of the seasonal change. If she's like a lot of the people in this country, when the seasons change and when you're traveling and when you're going up in planes and down in planes, anytime I travel and fly, my sinuses go absolutely batshit crazy because of the pressure changes and going up from, and I live in Colorado, so I'm going from altitude to sea level and then back from sea level back to altitude. All of those things play a role in, in my sinus health, right? And so I have coughing fits like crazy. Um, and I will, like I said, have to pause this or completely edit parts of this out because I will start coughing. I guarantee it. Um, but I've seen, like, all of a sudden it's like, oh, she's coughed. She had these coughing fits. I will cough for five, six minutes at a time. My kids will be like, mom, are you okay? Are you okay? And I can't even get enough of a breath in to let them know that I'm okay. I can't even speak. I just have to nod. I'm coughing so hard that I have tears running down my face, right? Um, but all of a sudden now she's got lung cancer or she's got this or she's got that or she tripped and fell. So clearly she has Parkinson's or she has a brain tumor or she's got this or that. She's got a concussion. You know what? I trip going up my stairs at least once a month. I, I fall up my stairs. So it's just astonishing to me. Some of the things that become news, right, that are non-news things. Okay, so that's the bad of social media and the, the news, quote unquote news or journalism or the, basically the internet, right? Anybody can say anything and all of a sudden becomes a trending topic. Um, but back to my original point, it, it is good in the fact that it brings certain things that are important up for discussion. And that's one of the reasons why Colin Kaepernick did what he did. Now, here's the reason that I'm making this a topic of my podcast. And for some of you, this will piss off and some of you will agree with me. If I piss you off, I don't care. I really don't. I don't care. Um, it's my podcast and that's the beauty of our country and that's the beauty of the, you know, First Amendment. It's I get to say what I want to say and you don't have to like it. And if you don't like it, that's fine. Feel free to unsubscribe from my podcast. Don't ever listen to another one again. You know, have a nice day. There's the door, really, basically. Um, but here's the thing. Um, I've had several family members post things, um, little memes. And, and again, that's one of the things. I think it's just super easy on the internet to just see something that you, you know, it brings up and it elicits an emotional response and you post it without even thinking, without even contemplating anything more than just that initial outrage, right? And and we've become the society where 
we sh- we've it's almost like we're waiting for the next thing to outrage us right it, it, and it's not any of the stuff that should be making us angry poverty famine war you know homelessness all of those things that should be making us angry thing you know crimes against humanity those things that should be making us angry we're ignoring or we're pushing aside and i don't know if it's because they're too hard for us to deal with they're too uncomfortable of a conversation to have it's so much easier to see an nfl player sit during the national anthem in legal protest and standing up for what he believes and all of a sudden be like oh there's somewhere to direct my anger and my frustration and my annoyance um and the reason for this is because I've had, like I said, I've had family members who posted things, you know, oh, he should get kicked out. Or if he doesn't want to stand for our national anthem, he should leave our country, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I've had family members and friends, you know, say, well, you know, what are you telling your kids about this? Um, what do you want me to tell my kids about this? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm telling them that I agree with his right to do that and I've had some people just absolutely be astonished by that here's what I'm saying um I love our country I love this country I love the idea of our country I love democracy I love the freedoms that we have and I am a firm believer in the ability to express those freedoms okay that being said It is perfectly within Colin Kaepernick's right to sit during the national anthem. I personally, I stand for the national anthem. I say the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, Do I feel that others should have to do that? No. No, I don't. Because here's the thing. And this is what I'm teaching my children. This is what I'm explaining to my children when they asked me about this, when we were talking about why people were so upset. Um, And the reason behind this is I want my children to be brought up with the idea and the understanding of what this country stands for what the beliefs of this country are and what the original meaning behind every single one of our constitutional rights is. And the first one being freedom of speech and expression. That's the very first one. Our country is not a dictatorship or a monarchy or any type of system where the government or anyone could say I don't care what your beliefs are you are required to stand and salute you are required to sing this song you are required to do all of these things that is not what our country is based on our country is based on the freedom to choose And 
in making the choice that he made, you know, and I've had other people say, yeah, he's free to make that choice, but that doesn't mean he's free from the consequences. No, it doesn't. But there is no legal ramification for him for not standing. Now, there's social ramification, obviously, because he's had half the people applauding him and half the people just nailing him to the wall, right? And those are the ramifications and the consequences of his choice. And he knew that and he accepted that. He knew that that was going to be something that he would have to face. And even knowing that, he chose to take his stand. That's how our country has evolved. That's how our country has changed. That's how our country was formed. Was a group of people who said, you shouldn't be doing this. We should have a right to choose. We should have the right to say something. We shouldn't have to follow this just all-encompassing, you will believe this, you will pay this, you will do this. You. We have the right to express ourselves. We have the right to believe what we want to believe. That's how our country was formed. And so when talking to my children about what's going on with Colin Kaepernick, I tell them that I applaud what he's doing because he saw something that he felt was an injustice. He felt very strongly about it and he decided to do something to bring awareness to it. He decided to do something and he was within his rights to do so. And there has been this huge outcry of other people and I've had family members do the same thing. These, there's, the soldiers didn't die so that you could sit during the national anthem. You should show some respect. You know what? That is actually exactly what the soldiers died for. And I've seen many vets who have said the same thing. They're like, I didn't serve this country so you could disrespect our flag and disrespect our anthem. Actually, yes, you did. That is exactly why you served. You joined and served to defend this country and its beliefs and what it stands for. For freedom, for democracy. That's why you served. At least that's why you were supposed to have served. Our military is designed and was created to defend the rights of this country's citizens. And that includes Colin Kaepernick's right to sit during the national anthem. There is a gentleman who, um, Jim Wright, who, and I will post a link to the essay that he wrote as a veteran, who he applauded Colin Kaepernick's right because he had people ask him as a vet how do you feel about what Colin Kaepernick did? And he said, you know what? Respect is something that you earn. And it is something that you work for. And if Colin Kaepernick feels that he should sit because this country is not respecting the rights or the freedoms or the people that he associates with, his his family, his relatives, 
you know, black people, Hispanic people, Asian people, you know, whoever it is, you know, and, and there have been a lot of injustices. There really have. And, and it's not just one, necessarily one group, though there is definitely a predominance, right? There is a predominance of African-Americans who have not had the respect that they should have had. They have not had the rights that they should have had for the longest time. You know, currently there's stuff going on right now where, you know, the Native American population are are fighting a, against this pipeline, right? And, and so, and, and there's a group of people that have had nothing but horrifying things happen to them and their people and their culture from the very freaking beginning since we stepped foot on this country, right? It's astonishing how quickly people forget things that have happened, you know, and I'm not going to get into any, you know, race baiting or, or, or debating on, you know, black lives matter or, or white privilege or any of like, I'm not diving into that because it's such a, it's, it's a crazy huge thing. And, you know, I still do not know everything that I should know. I don't understand everything that I should understand. And, and I'll be the first to admit that. Right. Um, but I do know that there has been a lot of really shitty things that have happened. I mean, like really shitty. Um, and, but this country and our, our military, that's why they fight. That's what they're supposed to fight for. So anytime I see that, oh, I didn't fight so that Colin Kaepernick could sit. Yes, you did. You fought for his right to sit down and protest a country, a government, a police force, a society that has wronged people. You fought for the right that he has to express that opinion without being prosecuted for it. He has that right. And that is exactly what you fought for. And there have been many, many, many soldiers who have stood up and said, I, in fact, did fight for his right to sit. I didn't fight a war so that he could be silenced. I fought a war and I fought for this country for his right to do what he's doing. And I stand with him. And even if they don't agree, they understand. Because that's the thing. You cannot agree with him. You can say, you know, just like I said, I still stand for the anthem and I still stand for the Pledge of Allegiance and put my hand over my heart, right? But I acknowledge and accept his right to do what he's doing. And that is what I'm teaching my children. That is why I've told my children that I approve of what Colin Kaepernick is doing. I approve of his right to do so. I want them to know that if they feel an injustice, if they feel passionately and strongly about something that this country allows them 
the ability to protest, to try and make change, to bring up the conversation and that they will not be silenced. And if they are, if someone does try to silence them, that they should keep going, that they should keep trying because that is how change happens. That is how women were given the right to vote. That is how the civil rights movement came about. That's how, you know, slavery ended. That is how all of the changes that have come about happened. That's how they started. Was someone doing something, standing up for something that was important to them. And for a long time, many people were told that they were on the wrong side of history and then were proven wrong, right? Like they ended up being, you know, like now, does it, does it occur to anyone that it would be okay to own another person like property? Does it occur to most people that it is okay to treat someone of another skin color like a lesser human being. And while I understand there are still some horrifying people that maybe still think that that's okay, for the better part, most people don't. Right? But it took people standing up for what they believed in, sitting on lunch counters, at lunch counters where they were told they couldn't be, not moving to the back of the bus, standing up for things that were important. And our country gives them that right. They are allowed to do so. And I want my children to learn that that is how it should be. That is exactly how it should be. What he is doing is exactly what he should be allowed to do. That is the epitome of what our country is. It really is. The ability for someone to stand up and say, I don't feel that this is okay, and I am taking a stand. Or I'm sitting. <laughs> right? And that is important. I want my children to know that. I don't want my children to be brought up and said, you see what that guy's doing? You see what he's doing? That's disrespectful. It's rude. It's wrong. He should be forced to stand. I don't want my children growing up in a country where you're forced to stand in respect for something that maybe you don't respect. Because see, in doing so, you can't force respect, which is exactly what um, that, that essay that the gentleman did was about. You can't force respect. You can't make someone respect you. You earn that respect. And if our country is not doing what needs to be done to earn the respect, then that's the problem of the country, not the NFL player who's choosing to sit because he's identifying a glaring problem that for whatever reason is never making it into the public eye like it should, into the public discussion like it should. This has been a relevant topic and 
And I don't know if it's going to have the desired effect that he wants. But he's not standing idly by and doing nothing when he sees something wrong. And that is the beginning of any change process. Right? He may not be the person that ultimately ends up helping to change whatever the issue is. But he's helping create the discussion. In my newsfeed, it's there on a regular basis. It didn't disappear the next day like every other stupid thing that I've seen on my feed. Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, Britney Spears. None of it. None of it lasts as long as what's been going on with Colin Kaepernick. And he's had other people join him. Other people who are professional athletes. And our president, whether you like him or not, I don't care. I like him. I love him. I'll miss him. <laughs> Especially with the shitstorm that we're presented with right now in as a replacement. Um, I'm going to miss Barack Obama. Um, but even our president stated he was within his right to do so. Because he was. And anybody who says, no, we should kick him out. We should kick him out of our country. Really? Because that's what our country stands for? You do what we want, you do what we like, and if you don't do what we like, we're going to kick you out? That's how our country was formed? It was formed with that ideal? It's our way or the highway? One person gets to say no not for things like this that's how dictatorships start that's how fascism starts is by someone believing the way I believe is right and that's the only thing everyone should believe and if they don't like it they can get out, or they can get killed, or they can be arrested. You either follow my rules, you follow my line, you believe what I tell you to believe, or you don't get to have anything. You have to leave. That's not the way our country should be. And anybody who feels that that is should go back to school. And relearn everything that brought about our country and our Constitution and the laws that are, and not just laws, but the beliefs that our country was formed around. You love our country so much, then you have to, have to acknowledge that there are other people who can love our country but believe that what we're doing is not okay. Our country, our government was built specifically around that premise that is not just okay for us to question our government. It is our duty to question 
our government and hold it accountable. That's our job as the citizens of this country. And we are within our rights to do so. All of those people who are raging against Colin Kaepernick, disrespecting the flag and our country and the anthem, a lot of those people are the same people that I have seen disrespecting our president. Our president, the person who was elected into office, you respect our country so much, yet you disrespect its leader. You respect our country so much, but you disrespect the other laws, the other things that our country has has done. You disrespect the way, it's, it's funny to me, it really is, to watch people rage against an NFL athlete because he was disrespectful to our, to a song, to a song. He was disrespectful to our country. Yet those people are calling the leader of our country horrible names. They're disrespecting him. They're disrespecting other members of our, of our government. It, and it's, it's, it's funny that that's okay. It's okay for them to disrespect our country enough to not respect the person who's running it. But how dare this NFL athlete sit down during a song? And so I teach my children to be aware of that hypocrisy, to try and understand that our country is is based on the idea that, you know, you don't have to believe what I believe. I'm not required to believe what you believe. I may not like what you believe, but I respect that you have the freedom to believe it. Period. And that's what I want my children to learn from Colin Kaepernick, from, um, you know, any of the stuff that's gone on that brings up the discussion. Because it's not just one thing. It's not just one guy being disrespectful or sitting during the anthem. It's the whole premise, the whole idea. You have to look at the whole broader picture. One of my favorite speeches ever about this type of idea um, actually came from a movie came from the movie the american president and yes it's from a movie but that doesn't make it any less true okay and the crux of it is the best part for me is where he says america isn't easy america is advanced citizenship you've got to want it bad because it's going to put up a fight it's going to say You want free speech? Let's see you acknowledge a man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage, 
and advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. You want to claim this land is the land of the free? Then the symbol of your country cannot just be a flag. The symbol also has to be one of its citizens exercising his right to burn that flag in protest. Now show me that, defend that, celebrate that in your classrooms. Then you can stand up and sing about the land of the free. And that is what I want my children to understand. Our country is not so star-spangled awesome that we can't do anything wrong. I've seen people, oh, the president shouldn't apologize for our country. Well, when we do something wrong, why wouldn't he? Yes. You do. I mean, we teach our children that. You do something wrong, you say you're sorry. Right? It's a simple concept. Oh, but then we're seen as weak. Then we're seen as human. Just because I apologize to you doesn't mean I'm weak. It means I'm human. It means I admitted that I made a mistake. There is no one in this country who can stand up and say our country is absolutely perfect the way it is and there should be no need for any change or further progress. We are good right now. Let's just cement it in. We're going to lock in that answer. And that's how we're going to be forever. Our country is a constantly evolving thing and there are many things many things that are wrong some wouldn't consider them wrong while others do will it ever be perfect no it is never going to be perfect because we are humans and we are imperfect creatures but to sit back and say that there is no reason to question or or you know and again it's just that glaring hypocrisy it is okay for me to sit there and call the president horrible names and say that he's doing a crappy job and that this and da, 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 and I have every right to question my leader. But how dare an NFL quarterback sit during the national anthem? How dare he? I want my children to be able to identify and understand that that is that person's right to do so. So I am very glad and thankful for Mr. Kaepernick sitting. Because not only is it bringing awareness to the issues that caused him to sit in the first place, but it's bringing awareness to just the basic right that we have to do so, that many seem to have forgotten. Because our country is not a monarchy, a dictatorship. We are not required to show that fidelity. We are allowed to question our government, our leaders. We are allowed to disagree with other people's beliefs, that is our right as citizens of this country. And to tell someone that they are wrong for exercising that right. There are a lot of people who exercise the right. I, I mean, I can name off many. KKK, Westboro, <laughs> Church, whoever those people are <laughs> that picket 
the funerals of soldiers and children and I do not like those people, but I acknowledge their right to say what they're saying and do what they're doing. I don't like it. I disagree with it, but they have that right. And to try and silence them means that someone else could come and try and silence me. And that is not what our country is about. So today's podcast was a little deeper than normal. It covers some topics that are fairly controversial. I hope that you enjoyed it. Again, really, this is my take on this. This is why it's important to me that my children and I have this discussion. And, you know, I encourage you to have those kinds of conversations with your children because one of the things that worries me the most is is that we are raising a generation of children who are caught up in the fluff. They're caught up in the fluff pieces in what Britney Spears wore to the to awards or the way she danced during her thing or oh my god did you hear what happened to Taylor Swift yesterday like that is their world and I think it's very important for our children to also understand that there is more to our world and our culture and our country and their lives than the fluff that is thrown at them at a staggering pace. And that is why I have that discussion with my children. That is why I talk politics with my children. That is why things of substance are discussed just as often as, oh my God, did you see what happened to Taylor Swift? That, you know, I have a little girl, that's going to happen. <laughs> but I want them to understand that there are more important things going on in the world than that. And I want them to understand that it is important for them to be aware of them and cognizant of it and understand what their rights are and understand that they can disagree, that they can question, and they should. Because that is important. That is how worlds change. That is how minds change. That is how governments change. That is how countries change. That is how civilization changes. And it's important. So thank you for listening to today's podcast. If uh, you haven't done so, please make sure you go to the Single Mom blog if you are listening to this anywhere else um, and leave a comment. I would love to know your thoughts on this. What are you talking to your children about? Are you discussing this with your children? Do you have a different viewpoint than mine? I love to hear that. I enjoy talking to people. Um, but be civil. Be respectful. I will respectfully listen to your opinion, provided you are respectful of other people's opinions. Because that is the only way that change will ever happen. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves and have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining me today for the Single Mom Success Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter yet, head on over to thesinglemomblog.com to make sure you never miss out on our most recent posts and podcasts. Thanks again, and never forget, you rock.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.